so great to have everyone along with me today. I'm doing this call from Dallas, Texas, Dallas, Texas, and uh, I have had some opportunities to be here for a few days with some friends and doing some ministry, and it's just been powerful, uh, very, very, very powerful. I will tell you more about it, but I do want to mention just before I share with you a secret that will change your world. I've been really praying about the new year, really seeking the Lord about the new year, and he's given me several secrets that will change your world. I'm going to share one of those with you today. Get a pen and paper. A secret that will change your world. There's several of them. It's a key that will unlock a door, but I'm going to share one of them today. I want you to jot down some notes. Because I want you to get this key statement. You were made for progress, not arrival. You were made for progress and not arrival. You're never going to arrive. You're never going to have someday when we get here, someday telling you, life is filled with too many uh, unplanned things. Just when you believe you're getting a handle on this, this happens. You were made for progress and not arrival. Quit waiting to arrive. You're going to have to stay in movement. You're going to have to stay in movement. Now, somewhere between my past and my future is my present. Somewhere between my past and my future is my present. Between my past and my future is my middle. The middle. And no one I know likes the middle. Folks live in their past. They always talk about what it used to be. They always talk about what it's going to be. Someday we're going to do this. Someday we're going to have that. Or they always talk about their past memories. No one likes the present. No one likes the middle. I mean, there's no one that even likes the middle seat. <laughs> When you're riding in a car, I know I have kids. I've had children. No one likes the middle seat. I don't know anybody that even liked middle school. <laughs> I mean, that was an awkward time in life. Or growing up, no one likes being the middle child. I meet people all the time, and after I spend a lot of time with them, I say, well, you must have been the middle child. <laughs> and no one likes that uh, negative symbol. It deals with the hand and a certain finger in the middle. Anyway, middle is not a good place to be. It is not a good place to be because when you're in the middle, you feel like you're stuck. When you're in middle school, you're not in elementary school. You're not in high school. Middle is not a good place to be. You are confident you've moved beyond much of your past, Yet you know right now you are not in your future. One of my favorite books in the Bible is Joshua. It's where I get my 60 minutes of success. It's where I talk about success seeds. You know, Joshua woke up one day to discover that despite all the miracles of God and all the divine provision of God and the supernatural intervention of God, 
Joshua still stuck in the middle with two million others. Stuck in his present. Egypt was in their past. The promised land was in their future. But Joshua and all who followed him were stuck in their present place in the middle. Are you listening to me today? Are you, are you grasping this? This is for somebody today, and you need to really catch this. When you're stuck, when you're stuck in the middle, I just want to tell you, and what I'm about to tell you, you know is the absolute truth. When you're stuck in the middle, you are desperate for distraction. You are desperate for distraction. Just about any distraction will keep you unfocused, that will keep you unfocused, will do. I mean, you can talk about the, the devil, you can talk about a demon, you can talk about doing good for others. It really doesn't matter because we equate activity with a feeling of accomplishment. And we want a distraction. <laughs> I remember years ago when I was a, a radio DJ, I'm really giving my age away now, in the early 70s, there was an old rock group called Steeler's Wheel. And they had a rock song that said, clowns to the left of me, jokers to the right. <laughs> Here I am stuck in the middle with you. <laughs> I'm telling you, when you're stuck in your present place, that's exactly how you feel. <laughs> that's almost as prophetic overtones. Clowns to the left of me, jokers to the right. Here I am, I'm stuck in the middle with you. Now you, you have to always remember you were made for progress. There is pleasure in progress. That's why you love to do things to see progress, to accomplish the beginning, the middle, and the end. You are made for progress. When you're stuck in your present, when you're, you're, you're seeing the miracles of God, you're seeing God do things for you, but you're still stuck. So how do you get unstuck from your present place? Dr. Kreitz, tell me, how do I move from the middle and it's one of the secrets it's one of the secrets I'm going to be sharing over the next few weeks as we launch into this new season this new year this these secrets will will absolutely change your world but I'm going to share one of those secrets with you secret number one I'm going to talk to you about secret number one it's one word adaptation adaptation the price of living is adaptation. The price of living is adaptation, learning to adapt. The art of adaptation is becoming what is needed. I want you to write that down. The art of adaptation is becoming what is needed. As a matter of fact, do you know you need what you're not is it, have you figured that out yet? You need what you're not. Adaptation is the ability to change. It's becoming what is needed. You say, well, I don't like change. Well, I've got a clue for you. God said in his word, I am God and I change not. <laughs> and since God is not changing, guess who is? Since God is not changing... Guess who has to change? Guess who has to adapt? Now, Joshua recognized that despite having Egypt in their past, 
and leading two million people that there had to be had to take place an adaptation there in Joshua chapter one. I encourage you to read the first three chapters of an adaptation. Joshua had to birth adaptation among two million people as a leader. He had to adapt them from being wanderers to warriors. From wanderers to warriors. From wandering around for 40 years to becoming warriors to cross over and go into the promised land. He had to get them into an adaptation from being miracle dependent to word directed. They were used to miracles. Manna that came down, seas that split wide open, water that rushed out of a rock, uh, uh, a a pillar of fire by night to keep them warm. They were used to miracles. They became miracle dependent, but they were not word directed. They did not know how to follow a direction. And he had to teach them, prepare them, adapt them to follow direction. He, he had to adapt these two million people from a fear of tomorrow to living by faith today. Instead of being afraid of their tomorrow, he had to adapt them to operating by faith today to believe God. You see, everything is changing, including you. Everything's evolving, including you. I had a businessman sit down with me uh, just a few days ago. We were talking about his future. And I began to share this key, this secret, this principle of adaptation. There's some things that you're going to have to make, some changes. You're going to have to understand that adaptation is becoming what is needed. Not what was needed 10 years ago or what was needed a year ago, but what is needed now in your life. The goals and desires I have at 54 years of age are not the goals I had and objectives I had at 34. I've had to adapt. Now, I'm not, when I talk about adaptation, I'm not talking about you being compromised, compromising who you are or changing just to get along. No, it's much, much more important. The art of adaptation is becoming what is needed. And you'll never move from your present, move from the middle without clearly adapting to the set of changes required to get you unstuck. Remember in the Bible when Joshua and Caleb were originally sent out to spy out the land by Moses? God had sent out 12 spies. Joshua and Caleb came back. And those two men brought back a positive report, Joshua and Caleb, but the other ten brought back a report of fear, and they said, we're like grasshoppers among the giants of the land. What happened? Moses embraced fear. Moses embraced the negative report. Fear paralyzes and always keeps you stuck in your present. Fear always paralyzes you and always keeps you stuck in your present. Do you understand that in that period of time, the words of a few stop the progress of millions? The words of a few stop the progress of millions. I have a question for you. Who are you listening to? 
Who are you listening to? Whose voice matters to you? Are you putting more confidence in the TV news channel than you do with the Word of God or the man of God that is speaking into your life? Are you listening to the counsel of a worthy mentor or do you just continue to listen to the fear of a friend or the words, the wrong time words of a family member? Joshua adapted. He understood this secret that I'm teaching you today that changes your world. He believed the report of his spies. He adapted. He organized his people. He adapted. He prepared them to move forward, to get unstuck. He became, now watch this, Joshua became what was needed. What was needed? What was needed is someone to believe the good report. What was needed was someone to organize the people. What was needed was someone to prepare them to move them forward, to show leadership. He became what was needed. What you believe is directly related to who you believe. And what you believe is directly related to what you hear. Faith and fear have this in common. They come to your life by what you hear. Faith and fear have this in common. They come to your life by what you hear. I'm going to give you three areas because you need to ask the question, well, what do I need to get started in adaptation? What do I need to adapt? I'm going to give you three things real quick. Real quick. Number one, you need to adapt to the climate. Adapt to the climate. Always access the environment. Always access the environment. If the temperature where you're at was 70 degrees last week and it's 40 degrees this week, you'd better get a coat or you're going to be cold and you're going to look silly. You need to access the environment. The environment you're going in, is it casual? Is it business? Is it formal? Is it informal? What is the protocol of the room I'm about to enter? How do I address that person that's in charge? Is he, is he brother? Is he doctor? Is he pastor? Is he bishop? Uh, how do I introduce myself? You must always evaluate the atmosphere. You must always evaluate the atmosphere before you attempt to impact it. Always evaluate the atmosphere before you attempt to impact it. Understand the protocol of the room. Number two, you need to adapt. I need to adapt my conversations. Not just adapt to the climate or the environment, but adapt my conversations. Words matter. Words matter. They build bridges or they build walls. They bring life or death to anything. They bring life or death. Your words are very important. You need to think about the words. You need to adapt your conversations because your words enlarge, they enthuse, and they educate others about you. They enlarge, they enthuse, they educate others about you. I always attempt to adapt my conversation to the person I'm speaking. 
I might be having a conversation one moment with a person that has a PhD or they are in graduate school. I might be talking the next moment to someone that didn't finish high school. And they they may have somewhat of a limited, not that they're not smart, but, but their vocabulary may not be as expanded or enlarged. I always have to adapt my conversation to the person I'm speaking. I adapt my message whenever I'm speaking. I adapt my message from an audience of business leaders to a congregation gathered on Sunday morning. I adapt my conversation, my, my messages. Do you understand that one correctly placed conversation by a thief hanging next to Jesus changed his internal his eternal location forever. Just one correctly placed conversation by a thief hanging next to Jesus. Do you know who you're talking to? Have you ever heard of authority or your parent or someone say, do you know who you're talking to? What are they communicating? You need to adapt your words and conversation to who you're talking to. Well, Dr. Kreitz, I just can't be anybody but me. Well, then you're not going to learn this secret. You're not going to understand this key. Because the key and the secret that is unlocking your future is adaptation. Learning how to adapt to my climate. Learning how to adapt my conversation. Number three, adapt my conscious thinking. We are not aware most of the time. We're not aware because we're not paying attention. We're just, we're just not paying attention. You must bring adaptation to your thoughts. Someone once said, if you keep doing what you've been doing, you'll keep getting what you've been getting. You've heard me say that. You've heard other people say, if you keep doing what you've been doing, you're going to keep getting what you've been getting. But it's deeper than that. The truth is, is if you keep thinking the way you've been thinking, if you keep thinking the way you've been thinking, you'll keep, you'll keep doing what you've been doing and you'll keep getting what you've been getting. The, the thinking precedes the doing. And you've got to adapt your conscious thinking and say, I can't think that way. You can't get rid of a thought. You cannot get rid of a thought, but you can replace one. And the next moment of time when you are in your thinking process and that negative thought comes, replace it with the right thought. Replace it. Understand that I'm a reward to somebody. Understand that God's blessed me to be a blessing. Get your core belief system so strong in your conscious thinking that it can't help but manifest through your life. It can't not help but to manifest in your life. I used to say this statement all the time. I don't know why I quit saying it, but it's so true. What you think about, you bring about. What you think about, you bring about. Adaptation is the ability to change, to adapt I told you, number one, to my climate, my environment. Number two, adapt my conversation because words matter and adapt my conscious thinking. 
I've got to adapt today to move from the middle, getting past my past. I'm past it, but I'm not in my future. I'm past my past, but I'm not in my future. I'm not seeing what I'm really believing God for. I'm stuck here in the middle. I've got to do something. And I'm going to tell you, you must move by faith. You've got to move by faith. Joshua accomplished in a few days what Moses couldn't accomplish in 40 years. Now think about that. He made some adaptations. Joshua prepared himself. He prepared the people. He prepared provisions. He adapted. He made the changes to secure that they were going to go over to the promised land. I want to ask you this question as I close today. What does your promise or your desired land in 2013 look like? What is the thing that you desire in 2013? What's it look like? What does your future look like? Is it a debt-free future, getting out of debt? Is it, is it a relationship with uh, one of your children or a family member that you haven't spoken to, restored? Is it moving on from the messes that have just clicked at your heels for the last five years, six years, that's kept you stuck in the middle? Is it freeing you from the mess-ups? Maybe you have a future or desire that sees a, a new home, your own home. Maybe you have a future that sees yourself with a, a mate. Even though you've had broken-hearted relationships in the past, what does your future look like? Today, I want you to prepare a special seed. I want you to prepare a significant seed. Because I'm not talking to everybody. There's some that are going to hear this teaching and it's going to come in one ear and out the other. But I'm telling you, the Spirit of God has quickened me to teach this, to help move you from the middle. To help you move you from the middle and get you into your future. And I want you to know that I've done this. What I'm teaching you today, I've done this many times in my life. Those that are close to me, they know that when I found myself stuck, yes, yes, I was delivered. There was a time I didn't have vehicles, and God brought vehicles into my life. And, and yes, there was times I didn't know where I was living or where I was going to live or how it was going to take place, and I was delivered. And I was living from miracle to miracle. And I know that God was my helper. I could sing that song. He's my helper. But I still was stuck. I was stuck in my present. I was stuck in the middle. I was past my past. Oh, I wasn't wounded anymore, but I wasn't in my future. And I believe with everything in me today, there are at least five people listening to me. There's at least five people listening to me today who want, no, no, you don't want, you desire more than wanting, you desire to see this secret key of adaptation released in your life. You, you're believing God for the hundredfold return. You're believing God to do a hundred times more in this new year than you've ever seen. Your faith has been increased. You believe God. You're tired of being stuck in the middle. Jokers to the left, here I am clowns and jokers left and the right. Here I am stuck in the middle 
and I'm tired of being stuck here, and I'm ready for God to move me to the future. What is my part? And I said, you've got to move, but you've got to move by faith. And I've asked the Lord to speak to you today, at least five of you today, to sow a significant seed. And I believe the Holy Spirit has put the seed on my heart for you to sow a $100 seed. You say, well, it's it's a difficult time of the, the year, and we've just come through the holiday. I understand all that. I understand all that, and I... And I, and I understand what $100 can do. But I also understand what $100 can't do. I understand that. It's not like God said, so $1,000 or so $300. $100 seed is a significant seed where you're at right now because I know that God is speaking to five of you where you're at right now to sow a significant seed to move you from the middle to get you unstuck, to move you into your future. Because when a seed is released from your hand, it never leaves your life. It leaves your hand. It leaves your account, your bank, your finance, your check, your card, your however you do it. But it goes into your future, and it begins to go to work for you. And then it begins to work for you in a realm of faith. And God is not mocked whatever a man sows. He reaps, and God is moving on your part to see that desired desire relationship restored, to see the home, the mate, the getting out of debt, the blessing of God. You are, you are by faith, wrapping your faith around a seed and releasing it into your future. And I know, and I know that I know that every time that I have been stuck, God has spoken to me to sow a significant seed. Most of the time, if not all the time, it has been more than the amount that God has spoken here today. I release that seed by faith. I wrap my faith around it, and I'm speaking to you right now. You're listening to this program. You're listening to my mentor's manna, and I want to see this new year to be the greatest year of your life. I want to come into agreement. Father, your sheep know your voice. Your people know your heart. And you know theirs. Father, we touch the heart of God today. We touch the heart of people today with this word, with this word of significant seed and releasing a secret that will change their world forever. I thank you for it. I thank you that obedience, quick obedience, responsive obedience to the word of the Lord is done this day in Jesus' mighty name. We thank you for it. Amen, 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 amen. I want you to go to the website, drpaulkreitz.com, drpaulkreitz.com. You can, you can click on the donate button. You can sow your seed there. You can sow a seed to the post office box, 703, P.O. Box 703, Franklin, Tennessee, 37065. Just make the check out to Purpose, which is the name of our ministry, Purpose International. Just P.O. Box 703, Franklin, Tennessee, 37065. Go online, send a check, email me today at drpaulkreitz at gmail.com. I am so excited 
that in just a couple of days, we will be birthing into a new year and a new season. And I want to release every secret. I want to release every key that God has used in my life and in my spirit to make this significant and make this happen. For what God's made happen for me, I want to see him make it happen for you. We'll be back together next Sunday. Lock in, call a friend, get them connected to this call. This is a personal mentoring manna phone call that I'm doing. Thank you for connecting with me. God bless you. I love you. Bye-bye.